Welcome everyone to the Sickos Committee podcast. This is our preview of week, is this week 10? Yes, week 10 of week college 10. football action. I think so. And, and, and our preview of our new top 25 Sickos Committee poll. We just closed the poll about 10 minutes ago. Our head spreadsheeter has gotten it all together and we will go over it in real time. This is sort of our initial reactions as well, since we haven't seen it yet. Uh, no, it's, first, it's... Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go right ahead. Introduce. I'm ruining everything already. It's Oh, yeah. I got my rhythm. Uh, <laughs> as always, introducing myself. I'm Jordan. I am currently VP of trying to figure out why I was, it wasn't a major in computer science, because I can't do like a number manipulation on the fly. I'm much better in spreadsheets than I am with, you know, actual computer science. With me, as always, Commissioner Escalante. And our head spreadsheeter, Kevin. Kevin, how are you doing, man? Doing good. i am uh, been staring at this for a couple days now, and for the last, like, two hours or so, I thought it was closing a little earlier, and was like, oh, I'll go knock out the last few, and then they just kind of kept coming through, and I was messing around with some other background <laughs> stuff in there, and just ended up sitting here a little longer than I expected, but we're, uh, we're doing good. Kamish, how's your week? It's been great. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to the poll. We got some live action action going on right now. You know, Central Michigan just uh, recovered a fumble in the end zone to take a, a lead over Northern Illinois. It's 35-22. And then we have Western Michigan trying to drive to take the lead on, on Bowling Green with like a minute 30 left. So we have action going on. We got our, our poll uh, for the, our November poll coming. So it's an action action pack show. Paction show. Pack, pack. No, that's Pac-12 after dark. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one of the guys on, I it may, it may have been Cole, uh, Cole, but one of the announcers on the Bowling Green game said the Mac West is just one of those divisions where everyone wins. And I looked back to make sure. And yeah, in the last six years, five of the Mac West, te- Mac West teams have won that division. The only team that's actually never won it is Eastern. <laughs> that's amazing. One of these days, Eastern, we feel you. Wait, wait. So Eastern's the in the, in the Mac West. That's what. That's why I think they're cursed. That's why I think they've never <laughs> won it, because just fundamentally, East and West cannot work. This is mag. This is magneticism. Okay, trust okay. me. I t- I once took a class in uh, uh, electromagnetism. I understand how this works. East and West magnets cannot touch. I know this. That's how that works. <laughs> no, that's so the polarities the of that works. <laughs> no, it does totally works. Shh, shh, totally works. Yep. <laughs> the polarities of Maction. Won't allow Eastern to win the the Mac West That's because exactly they have I'm Eastern saying. in their name. Okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Come I mean, at me, yeah. physicist. You know I'm right. <laughs> now, let, every, now let me now let me tell you why the Earth has... is flat, guys. <laughs> okay, no every and uh, every action has an equal and opposite action. Apparently, so. Ooh, I like. Uh, oh, uh, well, how is that not? How is there not that not their fucking like tagline? Uh, well, I mean, well, I mean, we could add to it. We can. Patent pen, trademark it, we'll copyright, Sickos Committee. So we are done Maxion with Halloween. update. Maxion update. Go. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm going live. Maxion update. Uh, there was a fourth and two. Uh, Bowling Green has stopped Western Michigan on a huge fourth and two. Bowling Green has taken over this. Let's see how many timeouts they have left here. Uh, Western Michigan has one timeout. Um, so they may be able to almost kill the minute 18 left. So the... The Bowling Green Falcons may be five and four, 
And I'm gonna I'm gonna put in the giant like falcon screech sound like right here. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And this is and this one's gonna be loud, guys, just so you know. <laughs> well, just like the stadium. So they're trying to hang on. This will be the first time they've won five games in a season since Dino Babers in 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So we're done with Halloween. I brought in my pumpkins. I brought in the decorations. Actually, I still have a witch outside, a blow up witch I need to take down. So, Kamish, are you the kind of person that puts up Christmas lights like right afterwards? No, I am. I am. I am adamant uh, about not getting too ahead of myself for Christmas here. I am. I am the guy that I put up an inflatable turkey yesterday. Basically, okay. I took down the inflatable pumpkin weird uh like skeleton kid thing or whatever yeah, in the yeah, yard yeah. and i've replaced it with an inflatable turkey and so there's an inflatable turkey in the in the yard with like some like orange some string lights and i'm like i am i am maintaining thanksgiving's claim to november like we are we're gonna honor thanksgiving we're gonna honor the turkey there and the go. thanksgiving holiday that's what it is also is that what I, thanksgiving is about honoring turkeys is that what that's right. <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about cornucopias. We're talking about, you know, the Detroit Lions football for some odd reason. <laughs> Every time. We'll, I'll, I'll begrudgingly watch the Cowboys game, but, you know, I, I won't no. be happy yeah. about it. Yeah. But same with the Lions. Hey, Lions appointment viewing. Every time. Got to watch that. And, no, I, I, I worked retail throughout, like, college. And, like, after I graduated, I was still kind of in retail. I, I cannot do the Christmas music right now. Like people are like doing it. Yeah. I can't, I can't do it, man. They keep Mariah Carey away from me until like December. Like, don't, don't give me last Christmas by wham until December, please, please just hang, hang on until after we get our mashed potatoes and gravy and our stuffing and, and Turkey. Um, you know, just please hang on. That's, that's what I am. I, I can't do it because of the band directing. Cause we always had to start practicing christmas music early to get it ready for a concert so we always started christmas music in like late october early november and i just like i can't do it either i just can't so right now my house has no decorations i don't do thanksgiving decorations because thanksgiving is a food holiday not a decoration holiday i'm just saying so kevin what is your what is your completely with you on uh waiting till after thanksgiving i'm a you know, big Thanksgiving food family, you know, that was always a big one for us. We'd go visit relatives or or they'd come to us. Um, So we always had a big, big Thanksgiving. I'm all about it. Uh, My only exception to the Christmas music thing, I'm also Mm -hmm. not wild about starting that right now um, for similar reasons of just, you know, jobs when I was younger, hearing it way too much. The one exception to that, you mentioned Mariah Carey, uh, the backer, the linebacker, the uh, bar in South Bend that was on college game day at the beginning yeah. of the season that y'all were asking me about last mm-hmm. time I was here, plays All I Want for Christmas is You every single night in that place. I don't understand why, but that is my one exception. Is if I'm in there <laughs> and that comes on, I'm all about it. Otherwise, I'll pass. <laughs> so very location-specific location um, and mood and setting okay. and all of it specific right. yeah oh i Definitely. will okay i will allow for the soundtrack for nightmare before christmas can be played anytime from october 1 to december 31st that because that covers two holidays that's it a, is it's a, a combination yeah I, I can give you that because i mean i i see like the jack 
you know, Jack Skellington yeah. dressed up as a uh, Santa um, out for Halloween and they just leave it up for, uh, <laughs> you know, for Christmas. They just leave it's it up. Totally for, like, three, That's totally three, fine. That's totally fine. Three months. That's fine. That's great. No, it's just like I, I worked at, I was like a manager of a Walgreens, a block off of Berman Street. And as soon as November hit, like we we're putting yeah. out like the Christmas displays and it's just nonstop Christmas music for like two months straight. And mm. oh God, I just I just don't want to hear it anymore. I don't know. I just I mean there's nothing wrong if you you're a big fan of it. I'm just not one of those fans. I just, I sorry, you can you can keep that to yourself, that's fine. Go ahead, go put up your tree on like, you know, I already have your Christmas tree up. I I mean there's some neighbors that are already like putting out Christmas lights and I'm like, Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, come on now. Uh, but I mean, that's, I, if that's your thing, that's not us. I, I am waiting until after the turkey for sure. So our November poll is out or will be out. And we're looking at our top 25 right now. It says, please, Jordan, go slower this time on the counting because last time I blew through it. So we will take a moment. I think last time, did, did, was this the one where I cut in Aaron Judge last time? Yes. Yes. I think there were Aaron so Judge cut ins, uh, right. like three of those. I think. The Castellanos. I did, yes. I did the Castellanos at the end. Yeah. Because there were some some votes there. Uh, I see that we have a last minute change in the poll. Uh, the 24 and 25 just shifted. Yeah, they did swap. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I had not resorted it. but Actually, it's, oh. not, it's, still, it's still not resorted entirely. Okay. Resor- so let's. Kevin, go, let's, go ahead and resort it, Kevin. Live resort. action resorting here. Of the oh, poll. man. This is, this yeah, is the. Farther down the list, but okay. It, it, it flipped sixteen fifteen. It, it flipped fifteen sixteen. That's why. Ooh. We'll start with number twenty five. Well, let's start with just just missing out. We'll do the five underneath. At thirty, we have FIU. Twenty nine Akron. Twenty eight Texas drops out of the poll, guys. Wow. Twenty seven Mizzou and twenty six Notre Dame. I expect mm-hmm. Notre Dame to do better in this. Still couldn't crack the top 25. It hurts. Well, you know, Notre we Dame having that, that big win. We hmm? were, yeah, well, there's that. You know, yeah. they dedicated to being the most average team in the country. And every single one of those metric scatter plots you put out, they're just dead center. They're always dead center. <laughs> it's just like, we don't do anything interesting on either side of the ball. And I feel like our ranking reflects that. We were 25th until about 9.45 tonight, and there was a massive surge from Tulane. Whoa. The angry wave has rolled on. There was a, a swell from the angry wave. I tell you where they ended up. <laughs> okay. The, the bottom five, we'll go five at a time. That seems like a good chunk. Yeah. 25, Georgia Tech. 24, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. 23, Colorado State. 22, Virginia Tech. And 21, Oklahoma State. I think these are all feeling pretty good for me. Oklahoma, I might have a little higher personally, but that's because their their tire fire earlier this year made me very happy, and I would love to see them be in that for a bit longer. But they have turned a corner. That braggadocious Texas fan's coming out. He's mad that Oklahoma's ranked and Texas is not in in, in our sickos poll. Exactly like, right. You're, you're kind of bitter about that. I love it. Bitter about everything. <laughs> No, I like I like Georgia Tech sneaking in at twenty five. That's fantastic uh, for them to you know. Last year, a lot of Tech fans were just like we were just not bad. We were just bad. We we weren't like entertaining at all. It was just like sad. Uh, since they got rid of their coach, they they've they've been a little sicko. I'll say that uh, they've been a little bit entertaining to watch. Like they they a lot of turnovers, 
a lot a lot of crazy upset wins that you didn't think they were going to pull off. I mean, they have, they have three wins. They they won. You know, they're they're not mm-hmm. in bad shape in the ACC. But you know, that's yeah. that's more ACC slander for you, Jordan. The voters like uh, coaching angst too, because they were 18th in the preseason and 20th in the October poll, which I believe was before they fired their coach. It was right before, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Paul Christ had just been fired when we did the previous one, which oh, that's right, Wisconsin into the top of the poll, and uh, Georgia Tech uh, survived the fired coach drop, where. Uh, certain other teams that have fired their coaches once that stopped being relevant. I love that. That's, I love that. That's our thing. Like, Oh yeah. We want, once you, once we forget about you firing your coach, you just drop out of our poll. God, we don't, we don't have that same stickiness like the AP poll. Let me tell you. <laughs> that's it. I mean, you fire your coach. No, you're not a sicko anymore. You know? Well, I mean, some, some are good enough to, <laughs> to maintain, which we'll, we'll see a little bit up higher in the poll. We got number 20 Rutgers, number 19, Tulane. 18 Illinois, 17 Syracuse, and 16 Iowa State. This is a good set of teams that I like. They're the sickos because they are exceeding expectations in some way this year. Illinois is having a really good year. Tulane's having a very good year. Then there's Iowa State, who is just stepping on every rake between here and the end of a game every single week. I, I mean, they, they, they feel like the sideshow Bob team. Like when they played Iowa, yep. it, it was just like they they just kept tripping over themselves. And, and even though they, they won that game against Iowa, they, they keep tripping over themselves in every game in the big 12. They haven't won a game in the big 12 yet, um, which is still mathematically alive for uh, bowl eligibility yep. in the big 12, which is fantastic. Yeah. Like everybody else. Yeah. It's, I mean, Syracuse, we, we had that thing going with them. Is Syracuse good? They get off to a six and zero start and they've lost two in a row. Um, so, I mean, Syracuse is there, Illinois, Without a questionable call or no call or whatever against Indiana, they they could be undefeated. They, they Tulane, should, yeah, they should yeah. Tulane again. Um, they drop one to their their rival after a big win, which is a natural letdown thing. Uh, Rutgers again, four and five. Uh, they're, I mean, are they four and four? I think they're four Check and four. That. Checking it. Oh, I forgot they lost to Minnesota thirty-one to zero last week. Yeah, they, four, and yeah four. Minnesota four and four. Yeah, so yeah, Rutgers four and that. four. <laughs> Yeah, they, they got kind of uh, steamrolled by the Gophers there because Ibrahim was back, and so was the quarterback, Morgan. So, Yep. Then going on, we have 15, Boston College, 14, New Mexico State, 13, Virginia, 12, Kansas, and 11, Hawaii. So we've got a combination of teams that are having better-than-expected years and teams that are, are quickly declining. Boston College ends their... 100-year winning streak against uh, UConn is how I'm saying it, I think. <laughs> Say, even, though, hey. even though they only played 14 times, it's, it's since matter. 1908. They, they never lost to UConn since mm-hmm. 1908. That was when that was, that was, when, remember when, uh, when, when Kansas beat Texas. Everyone was like, you know, Texas hasn't, you know, Texas beats Kansas since 1932. Well, yeah, they hadn't played for like, they skipped about 80 of those years in there. Whatever. Same thing counts. Same thing. Hawaii having a better time lately, but still a rough year. Kansas having a bit of a drop off in the last two, three weeks. And New Mexico State having a pretty good set of weeks. Yeah, God. Kansas Virginia two in October, and they've uh, dropped nine spots here. We've got two really big risers in here. Virginia and Boston College both jumped over 60 spots in the poll. 
There we go. Our October poll. Um, Not our biggest mover in the top 25. That would be Oklahoma State. Jumped 93 places in the last month. (laughs) Wow. Go Pokes. Wow. That's that's Mike Gundy for you, folks. There we go. Mm Mm-hmm. That's 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 what happens when you try to sleepwalk through a game and end up getting stopped by 48 points at Kansas State by the ghost of Bill Snyder. I know he's still alive. It's not actually a ghost. Whatever. If you told me Bill Snyder's still hanging around like a Scooby Doo villain, like he's he's in like a suit of armor somewhere in Manhattan, like that would that would not surprise me. Number ten, we got Michigan State. Number nine, UMass. Number eight, Colorado. Number seven, UConn. And number six, Auburn. UMass, I learned today, is basically consensus right now for the worst team in the country. And then Colorado's Colorado. I mean, they got to win. I, I witnessed that. And they rushed the field. Good for you, Colorado fans. Always do I that. I appreciate it. Always do it when, you know. I mean, you yes. didn't think you were going to get a win this year. And you got one. Celebrate it. Uh, enjoy that one. UConn, I mean... Nice. They're having such, I'm so happy for them. Like, I'm, I'm just so glad that you, they're yeah. turning a corner. It looks like, or maybe they revert to the mean last, next year. Doesn't matter. Had a good year. Celebrate it. You got to celebrate it. Auburn, the uh, absolute Auburnness is is uh, you know it, they're they're a perennial top ten sickos team. I think at this point, uh, they, they they seem to always just find a way to to get in the top ten. I think uh, Michigan State's a new one. Uh, so, I mean, this, this year has not gone well for them. They had some high expectations yeah. ranked in the AP poll, uh, preseason poll, and they, they have dropped, you know, not, not mentioning what occurred uh, after the Michigan game. But, uh, mm, yeah. Mm. When, when, uh, when, the, when the NFT market crashed, I knew that it was a bad time for Michigan State. I'm just sorry. like, I feel like that was a, that was a, that was a sign. NF Tuck coming. NF Tuck coming. So our top five. We'll go. We'll, we'll break these up. Number five, Miami. Miami has definitely had. I don't know the most disappointing year because there's a team above them that's had a more disappointing year compared to expectations. But I wish that they had gone in and said, "Hey, maybe this is going to be a rebuilding year." Or, "Hey, you know, like let's keep expectations tempered." But because they went in and you said, "Big year, going to compete right away." The 6-6 against Virginia looks even goofier. Yeah, the disparity from, you know, self-created expectations and reality here, I would say, is the highest on this list. There are other teams on this list that have had worse years, yes, but their expectation to reality is... uh, I, I think number two comes real close, though. I oh, think number two comes I real close. Somehow was overlooking that one. Yes. <laughs> I forgot they were there. Ooh, ooh, yes. Fun. Number number four is Northwestern. Everybody's reset button. <laughs> Everyone, if you need to get the cobwebs out of your system, you got to do a couple stretches. That's your Northwest. Northwestern's your juice cleanse week after a big week, after like a big wedding weekend. Go on the juice cleanse. Get all of your system detox. Detox. Fine. Northwestern detox. The Pat Fitzgerald no. detox. Oh God. No, <laughs> Pat, no Pat do not sell. Do not sell a, a special detox cleanse, please. <laughs> it's Drano and beet crystals. It's perfect. 
Oh, it's it's a it's definitely just a dip in Lake Michigan like that uh, <laughs> they had from a few. You got to do ago. the what is it? The polar bear plunge in Lake yeah. Michigan. That's what it is. That's what. Well, they had that's the promo what Pat video. Yeah, they had the promo mm-hmm. video of the player walking out in like full uniform that kicked off like a dozen of these that Ducky's always posting. Yeah, it's always. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, come I, out of the water. Northwestern and... had the first one of those. Were they they the, first? the first one I was aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Come out of the water in full uniform. That looks really cool. That's you, yeah, because you, you play football underwater, folks. Nothing, nothing, nothing like nothing like feeling like you're being moderately waterboarded. They, they play oh, yeah. like they're playing underwater. That is true. <laughs> except except in Ireland. Atmosphere. So yeah. you know, they're normally. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's interesting. I've been watching a lot of those old football videos lately that are being po- the guys been posting to YouTube, and my general reaction is, "Damn, these guys are slow." Except when I watch Northwestern nowadays, and I'm like, "Oh, they're just as slow as they were a hundred years ago. <laughs> Nothing has changed. <laughs> they are just as slow." Number three, Nebraska. You dropped a spot again. I I, I think wow. they they've survived. They survived the, the 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 coach firing drop. They did not drop as far as we thought they would. I think it's because they still had you know some good play, and I think that it's still the go to you know, ha ha ha. At least we're not Nebraska. That 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 Nebraska Iowa game though, sitting at the end of the season, still looking real good. I'm just saying. That's that's going to be a fantastic Black Friday special. Um, definitely oh God. You don't... On the same day, on the same day as oh, the World Cup, U.S. Yeah. England, yeah. Yes. USA, England. Yeah. Oh my God! Oh, I forgot we have the World Cup coming up too. We're gonna have to. Oh my God! I, oh my I God. will be cross posting World Cup stuff. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Definitely. We'll, we'll 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 definitely be covering both at the same time because they're going to be going on at the same time. Essentially. Mesh. Mesh. Yes. Idea. Idea. We may okay. need a pick your World Cup team based on your like conference allegiance or something. Number two. Aggies, not those Aggies, not those other Aggies, the Texas A&M Aggies. The Step big up. Aggies. Whoa. Step up. This is this is my shocker here. Where were they at in the previous poll? They were six. They were six. So they, they climbed four spots. They, yeah, and they started the season 25th. Wow. So they've always so, been ranked. Wow. They're cl- but that's that's some impressive climbing. Some great climate. Jimbo's got them. Got them moving in the right direction in our poll. That's what we're saying. <laughs> Money well worth it. And number one, Hawkeyes, you're still here. Congratulations, guys. Hawkeyes, you had so many votes. We'll let Kevin give break down in a Are second. You but... Ever here? <laughs> <laughs> the entire state of of Iowa, Hawkeye Nation. Oh man, are you here? <laughs> yes, you are. I think that they're, you know, that the best part about this is that uh, this is going to be probably their biggest win this year. So more points than they're used to. Kevin, what who are some of our big movers? So I already mentioned uh, Ohio, uh, Oklahoma State. Sorry, not Ohio State. They're fine. All the OSUs are the same. It's fine. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma State jumped uh, 93 spots from the previous poll to be our biggest mover to land in the top 25. Nice. Uh, the biggest fall out of last month's top 25 was James Madison, Ew. who fell 35 spots from 
21st in October's poll to 56th currently. Um, yeah, I think they, they, they were riding so high and just couldn't keep it. Our biggest overall movers were an absolute moonshot from Kirk Cousins to go from 492nd <laughs> to 95th. Um, there were at least two full ballots that I saw that were nothing but Kirk Cousins. Nice. Um, he, got- he got some serious love out there. And Manchester United tumbled out of our rankings entirely. They were 282nd last month and did not receive a single vote this time, which I believe is the first time that they have not gotten a vote. I don't wow. know about last year's polls, but I feel like I always saw them at least once. So who are our big debuts? Uh, we had two noteworthy debuts this year or this month with uh, Michigan Stadium came in at 46th. Um, all of the various tunnel entries for ver- a variety of reasons. Gotcha, gotcha, got gotcha. Consolidated into that one. And uh, Mario Kart Ross Chastain came in at 50th. <laughs> The NASCAR uh, driver. I was Love really, it. really hoping he he put in a late charge too. I was hoping he would pass Michigan Stadium, but it couldn't quite pull it off. Yeah, he put in a late charge. Damn right he did. <laughs> As he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but our uh, highest debut in the poll of all time is still Aaron Judge from last month. Uh, As he does, he breaks records in October. Apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> We'll put a cut in for him here, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put a cut in here. Uh, did you guys see the video of the audio of the other drivers oh, while absolutely. Ross was like, it was so good. The combination of the hell was that? <laughs> and, and a bunch some of people of the... just saying, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the best was when they, t- when they told Ross, they were like, you got to get a couple of spots. He goes, I got to get him. They go, you got to get him. Okay. And you can hear him put his foot down and open it up. And just the car starts coming apart. It Like clearly, the like clearly it did not matter to him what the car looked like at the end of that race. It did not oh, matter what absolutely. pieces were missing because it was like pieces were coming off. It was so beautiful. God, it was good. Yeah, I was camping all weekend, so I missed a lot of what happened. Uh, but that was that was still making the rounds when I got back on Sunday. So I was uh, lucky enough to catch that. My introduction to it was, you know, not the reaction to it happening, but the Freebird edits and the other driver's <laughs> audio and all of the various memes that were flying around around it, which was the ideal way for me to find it because I don't really watch a lot of nascar uh, yeah I, I don't either this was this was the perfect kind of thing for me too final final action update the chippewas of central michigan defeat northern illinois 35 22 they hold off uh, fire up the fire up chips the chips are now uh, or still hold the best record of midweek action they improve to 11 and four. They're 11 and four of midweek matching games ever since they Damn. started and they played in them. So no matter the record, the chips are going to fire up on this midweek matching here. This does mean, however, that Northern Illinois is no longer bowl eligible. Nope. This drops them. Yeah. The last year Mac champions who would always win miraculous one possession games. Uh, their, their luck seems to have run up this year. Okay, so Kevin, what are our Iowa metrics? 
So we we ran through this last month with how dominant Iowa was, and uh, they managed to one up themselves here. They so we had just a few more votes in this poll than we had in the previous one. I need to see what our final number was. Um, it was uh, I think yeah, we had like nine 27. more. So we had we had nine more, eight or nine more. Yeah. Uh, entries in this one than the previous one. People just don't get up for those mid those midterm elections, man. I'm telling you. Nope. It's that, it's that midterm election slump. Iowa scored 2,500 more points in this poll than they did in the <laughs> last one. <laughs> they more than doubled up second place. They're sucking all the oxygen out of the room in this thing. Um, Beautiful. We love they, to see a dominant performance. The dominating, suffocating Iowa defense is just just. Climbing up the pole. There's, you, you said they doubled up. Yeah, there's the they second place team. The second more place team is up. more than doubled. They more than doubled them up. Yeah, it's that it's that, that impressive. Uh, they so got exactly two hundred more first place votes than they had in the previous one. They were first place in forty percent of all ballots, over forty percent. Uh, with 697 first place votes. Beautiful. And they got 9% of all total votes in this poll, which Beautiful. was also more than they had in the last one, I believe. No, it was less. They were they had like 13% of the total votes in that one, but it was a lot of lower votes. And this gotcha. time, everyone just had them at the top of the list. Kevin, what were, your, what were some of your most infuriating spelling lessons that we need to work on as a, as, as a fan base? Cincinnati mostly either fell out of the poll or you figured that one out because I haven't seen it this time. There's only one R in Wake Forest. It's uh, not named after the uh, Confederate general with the terrible statue. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> but a lot of people had two R's in that name. Um, there we go. And there are two A's in Coastal. There's an A after the O, which a lot of people were leaving out on this one. Got some so, coastal so Carolinas. Coastal, coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolinas, yes. Okay. And also ACC Coastal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We my got, we my got, personal favorite uh, was a one-off that I saw. Somebody uh, gave me an Olay miss. Where <laughs> I think they just they were doing it on their phone and they held the E down too long and it got a little accent over it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that... that that could that could explain you know what happened in the Sun Bowl with with Lane Kiffin that one time, you know in, in Juarez the little <laughs> little Ole Miss ass. you know <laughs> Ole Miss sounds like like Ole Miss's lazy ass version of like the Inye over the NFL for Hispanic oh, Heritage Month like, like oh it's we're doing Hispanic look it's Ole Miss <laughs> we also had one uh, that I'm going to shout out here we had a vote for Candy. And I'm not sure if that was a typo for Vandy or if someone was just like in the Halloween spirit or not, but I see you and I appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm just scrolling through some of my favorites towards the bottom of this thing because there's always so much fun. And again, I'll post everything on here. We got some great ones. I see a vote for Ursinus College. I think that was the one we found out that had a tree in it, tree in the end zone, I believe. Yeah, that was the one that you, I think you probably posted that one, like the, the tree at the end zone on the other side, like no fence, like right outside the end zone is just a giant tree. Specifically, we got a vote for not just NCAA football 09, like we always do, but we got NCAA football 09 all play on the Nintendo Wii. 
commissioner's no Apple TV quad box setup got a vote. Nice. <laughs> All right. Wow. Listen my, to the my, podcast. My, my Sonic ring sound effect got a vote. Got, got a lot actually. of votes. That was in there. There, I, I can. That was that was the first one I saw was Sonic ring sound effect. But there was all kinds of stuff with coin flips God and bless. stuff. Um, yeah, you got like four or five of those, I think. So I want to just Wisconsin Superior Curling Team. Ooh, uh, mm, nice. Yeah, that's a good one. I wanted to mention uh, our top coaches from what I can see. Oh yeah. So uh, let me just see, like the Big Ten West, the entirety of the Big Ten West. Not broken up by teams, which they kind of eat themselves. That was that was thirty third. So that was it, it. Almost made the top twenty five again, which it almost made last time. The top coach I have is is actually Jimbo Fisher. He is forty second. Jimbo forty second. Uh, he overtook Brian Ferentz, uh, oh, which man. Brian Ferentz is is forty ninth. So uh, Jimbo has has I guess had his sickos, you know, booster on right now and getting up there. Um, so those are the top two coaches from what I can see. Uh, Brian Harson uh, w- was the next coach, h- h- finishing nicely at number sixty-nine. So uh, definitely love that one. Um, the Denver Broncos, which I think was probably the highest NFL team. That doesn't surprise me. Yes. I think. Yeah. 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 They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. They are a lot of love in this one. A lot of love in this poll. The, the Broncos were were up there. Uh, along uh, right next to him was Pac-12 officiating in the 70s, which is yeah. fantastic. Uh, I think Wagner got a lot of votes, so I, I we're going to have to, you know, they finished 80th. I think that's our fault. So um, definitely. Yeah, we're uh, lifting it. We're lifting them up. Lifting we them up. Let's get We can get them in the poll. You know, Hypnotoad, uh, 159th, which is great. Hypnotoad God. made the, the poll. Um, Scott Frost still getting votes, which is fantastic. Of course he um, is. I mean, he's, he's, he's earned them. Um, so, so definitely that's some fun ones. Um, uh, Hampton the one Sydney I... cracked the top 100 at 98th over oh, with the uh, goalpost uh, mishap. God, the amazing so collapsing Lego goalposts. God, those goalposts. Um, and Tennessee's goalposts are in the river and also at 134th in our poll. <laughs> Beautiful. Just ahead of Nick Saban, as it should be. Yeah, yeah. actually, you know what? That all works out real nicely. <laughs> so, yeah, we will keep this. We will post this thing along with all of the full results later on on Thursday. Probably do the top 25 Thursday, depending on when we get the other stuff done Thursday or Friday. Uh, let's go on to a little bit of news this week. I don't know how much we have to say about it since we're not on the inside of this, but Auburn finally fired Harson. Kamish was right. They got an AD, and then they handed the AD the guillotine. And we're like, "Hey, you you want to cut the can- you want to blow up the candles on the cake?" He's like, "I want to. Of course, I do." So I'm I'm hearing technicalities that he wasn't officially in the position when Auburn let him go. So it's kind of like they have at the same time. So I don't think the AD actually did it. And the weird thing that they fired Harson they didn't even mention his name. We're just going to change the leadership of the football yes. team. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I even noticed that. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on, Albert. I love you so much. So let's go to our games. Since we had Maction, we're not going to do Maction right now. Midweek Maction, at least. We'll start on Thursday. We have a game that I am emotionally tethered to, and I didn't realize... You know, I don't want to say this is Sophie's choice, but it's basically Sophie's choice for me, okay? 
choosing between UTEP and Rice, they're like two kids who I've cared about for at least a couple years now. And the team that loses this is probably going to be in a real bad position for a bowl. This is at 6 p.m. on the CBS Sports Network, like all good Conference USA action should be. I'm I'm so torn here. So Rice, Rice is four and four, and then Rice has three games left, which they, they will have an outside shot to, to make a bowl, but it's a tough road uh, if they lose this one. Uh, UTEP desperately needs this one. UTEP needs this one a lot more because they only have like two games left after this because they're already four and five. Yeah. So they need this win. And then if they can win the next week against FIU, they're bowl eligible. So if they can get this one, uh, UTEP is bowl eligible. And their last I, game I, is UTSA, right? That's yeah. a huge. That's a huge yeah. Problem. So that's why they need this one. <laughs> UTEP, UTEP def, definitely needs this one big time. Um, you know, with the Bowl Bound Express, I, I drove through El Paso this year. I got to see the Sun Bowl. I, I, I'm leaning more towards UTEP. I'm just gonna say that. I know you love you love rice or whatever. Uh, it's gonna be a good one. Uh, it's it's gonna be a very sickos game too because I mean the bowl eligibility on it and it's on a Thursday night which is going to be fantastic. And also Rice's quarterback, TJ McMahon, has been at the top of our Detmer list for a while. He throw, he throws some absolutely insane games where the ball just goes wherever, and he likes to throw it a lot. So this is going to be a lot of fun. On Thursday as well, on ESPN2, we have App State at Coastal. This game had a lot of shine on it about like... A month and a half ago. Yeah, I was going to say, you asked me about this game in September, and <laughs> Super excited. it's still going to be a good game. It's still going to be a lot of fun, but... It's it's, it's lost a... it's, it's lost its gravitas, we'll put it yeah, that way. Yeah, it's less impactful on the national scale than it would be otherwise. Um, I, am glad, I am glad it's a Thursday game, because that means I will absolutely be watching this thing, like, full on. I won't be splitting my, splitting my you know... Yeah. But it's splitting my vision with what my family, my kid. Come on, come on now. Definitely, I had the the um, the Apple TV probably going to be working here for me again. The quad so, box. The, the quad reverb, box. Reverb, 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 reverb. Put the echo, echo, echo. The, the, um, the, on Audacity, the reverb, the reverb like setting has something that's called like "How wet do you want it?" And I have it set to "Really wet." <laughs> it's, All right. It's a it's a very wet reverb. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't this, know either. This, this is super very, wet. Super I was like, do I want it moist or do I want it wet? I was like, give me the wet reverb audacity. Are we, are we talking about cages again? <laughs> but, uh, no, <laughs> let's go back. To that. All right. No, so yeah, app needs this one though. They're only yeah, if, two if and app, two in the Sun Belt, and I was when I was playing with. If they have any hope of winning the Sun Belt East, app needs this desperately. Uh, this will give Coastal their second loss in the Sun Belt, so they still have a shot if App can do this. App is five and three, um, a little bit down right now. The game is on the surf turf in, in Coastal, Ooh. but so that should be a good one. It, it's going to be fun because I mean you're watching TV on Thursday night. Let's let's see some weird colored turf. Let's have some aqua, you know, surf turf at night in Myrtle Beach or Conway, South Carolina, where they play. So yeah. It, it's definitely a perfect Thursday night viewing experience. Kevin, you were saying they need this one to stay in the to stay to stay in the East. Oh, just just to stay in the conference hunt. When I was playing around with Sun Belt scenarios earlier, this is uh, 
one of the one of the pivotal ones I was working on trying to get an entirely bowl eligible Sun Belt to go with our bowl eligible Big Twelve. Um, unfortunately, that's not possible because uh, Arkansas State has already lost seven games, but uh, we can get the rest of them there, and we will hopefully have a graphic and an explanation of that out at some point as well. But we've so got I'm a fun ask, scenario there for I'm gonna you. I'm going to ask you guys a question to see if you know this. Who's in the driver's seat of the West, the Sun Belt West? It's Troy. Yeah, I was going to say, I do Troy know this four and one. I had it up earlier yeah. today. <laughs> I, I, mean, I did not know this. I didn't realize Troy. Hmm. I knew Troy was doing well. I didn't realize they were leading the division well. So good. Oh, for I, was, they, I was surprised by it as well when I pulled up the won, rankings to once they won the battle. Sheet. Once they won the battle of the belt, they, they took the driver's seat from South That's Alabama. right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. That, that was the one. And their only loss in the Sun Belt was that dramatic Hail Mary they gave up to App State. So, um they it. have played no. one more conference game than South Al and Southern Miss, though. So okay. uh, Southern Miss and South Al are both three and one, and Troy is four and one. So they're leading on a technicality at the moment, but they are in the lead. <laughs> on Friday night, we have an ACC game to end all ACC games. Duke at Sicko's number eighteen, Boston College, Alumni Field or Alumni Stadium, whatever it's called. In Boston, Chestnut Hill, whatever it's called, Massachusetts. It's going to be moist and cool. Bowl eligible Duke is a real thing. Bowl eligible Duke is imminent. <laughs> one one more win. All they need is one more win and, and Duke is bowl eligible. If, I need them to come to the Gator Bowl or something like that so I can go to that game and just hate myself for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I in the Jag Stadium watching Duke? play oh my a God. New Year's Day bowl game. <laughs> it's, I, it's a possibility. That's yeah. the more, the more I've looked at bowl tie-ins for a project I'm working on for us, the more like, it's not, it's no longer even things like, Oh, you get the first team, best team, second best team anymore. Like it's very much like there are either tiers or it's just by like, you don't have to take the next best oh, team it, in it for a lot of these things. You can yeah, it's, you it's very much just like free-for-all pick beyond like the big ones. Yeah. You, know, you just, you, you kind of have an order. It's it's very uh, schoolyard. Yeah, right. It, it, yeah, it feels like you're picking for kickball. Also on Friday night is a game that also would probably had a lot more hype for us probably a couple, like a month or two ago. UMass is going to UConn. UConn has put together a pretty good season and a win here gets them to five and five UMass Don Brown's UMass is getting better, but they are not better than UConn by a long shot. I think getting better, but still the consensus worst team in the country. (laughs) Right. Uh, Akron gets a few votes, but mostly yeah, near consensus. So, So the rock, tell me about the rock Kamesh. The rock. All right. So there's uh, apparently a spirit rock on UConn's campus, and they they paint it. Um, normally, it's it's probably just painted for like you know women's basketball or maybe men's basketball, uh, but they have painted it in honor of this UConn football team nearing bowl eligibility, which they're four and five. They're they're two wins away from a bowl game, so so winning this game is huge, and. There's there's the thing that the kids say nowadays, which I'm I'm just making myself sound as old as I feel right now. They like to say that that I am him, and on this one they, they painted the rock to say him Mora. <laughs> so, 
So it's it's him, Mora Jr., head coach of UConn. Hashtag Husky Revolution. Whenever I see him, it reminds me of the Arrested Development joke of her. And not being able to remember Anne's name. And that that feels correct for Jim Mora Jr. as well. I just, him, Mora Jr., I am just... Just seeing that painted on the Spirit Rock just just made me like laugh for probably about 10, 15 minutes. I mean, again, UConn, fantastic season. If they can get this win, they're five and five. Um, you know, they're they're a home game at the rent. I wanted to travel to this game. Uh, some some happy family news came up, so I'm not traveling. Uh, so in this situation, I, I wanted to be there. Uh, Pit Girl's going to be there. So she's going to check it out. I had plans to, to fly in on Thursday, attend the game on Saturday, and then, you know, watch the Saturday. Uh, I'm sorry, attend the game on Friday and then watch like Saturday games at like a casino in the area and then fly back Sunday. But well, he can um, sun, baby, my favorite place in the world. I was going to be doing that. I had that all lined up, but, you know, happy family news. I'll, I'll just ha- leave it at it that. Happens. So uh, I'm not going to be traveling to that one. So uh, apologies there. Next year, I'll probably be traveling a whole lot more, hopefully. Uh, but you know, again, this is going to be a huge game for UConn. Like, I mean, can they get it done in, in their rivalry game? Uh, uh, do you throw the records out on this one? UMass beat them last year, so I'm sure UConn wants revenge, and hopefully they can get it and go five can and you, five. Can you find a sixth win in their next two games? Because it's yes. it's at home against Liberty mm-hmm. and at Army. So Army's not that great. This year, yeah, Army's honestly. having a down year. I They're having a down them. year. Um, they can do it. Liberty, uh, I don't know. I mean, like Liberty's about to play somebody kind of tough this week, so um, maybe they get a little banged up. I don't know, but Liberty's playing this week. I, I think who they're playing? They're playing at Arkansas, so they're gonna have to okay. face an SEC team, and then the week after that, Liberty has to has to go to the rent. So they're they're playing. They have Liberty at home. Maybe they can pull it off there. Um, they, they're they're going to be underdogs for sure. And then if UConn can do it, I mean, I think, you know, maybe they can pull it off. Army's three and four right now. I, maybe. I mean, it, it's alive. It's a long shot. I know we talked about this on the podcast maybe a few weeks ago, and we, yeah. we thought it was a long shot. And then just to have it alive at this point in the season, it, it feels like a win for all the UConn fans. The top article on UConn's ESPN page right now is Bill C's uh, bowl odds. <laughs> and he has, which I, when I clicked on them, just made me laugh. I was just like, oh, everyone's on board with this. But he's got them at 24% to make a bowl right now. So that's definitely, hey. it's not insignificant. It's better odds than Iowa State at the moment. Also on Friday night, we, we've reached out to some of our meteorologist friends, and we actually have legitimate meteorologist friends, about Oregon State at Washington, ESPN 2, 930. And this is going to be definitely in bad weather, maybe in very bad weather. So this is like, you know, when we did the, like the Sickos Committee, like weather forecast, for like the games, the sickness, yeah. like we picked up a lot of meteorology, like meteorologist followers. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I'll say this, I went to ULM to, to become, you know, meteorologist and in, in the next Jim Cantore, which it, it didn't work out. It's fine. Uh, I, I can't do calculus. I'm, I'm sorry. It's never clicked, but you know, in this situation, I, I basically, I know all the weather warnings and everything like that. I 
you know, lived it in New Orleans. I mean, all the time. It, it was just absolutely just something that I wanted to do. And, I, and we made sure we did it correctly. And all the meteorologists were like, dude, this is like the best warning system. You followed it appropriately. So we gained like a lot of followers. Now, they said for this game, uh, it's in Seattle. There's some crazy phenomenon that could probably bring a lot of rain and uh, gusty winds up to like 40 to 45 miles an hour for the Oregon State at Washington game. Um, Oregon State, the Beavers finally ranked ranked in the CFB playoffs. Yes. I, I hope they don't pull a South Carolina and get ranked, and then the next week they're not ranked. I, I hope the Beavers can hang it, on. It really feels like that's what's going to happen. I hope, just, I hope it's not like I'm that Abe Simpson, saying. you know, the Abe Simpson gif where he comes in, he puts his hat down, mm-hmm. and then he sees Bart and spins around and right back out the door. I hope it's not like that for the Beavers. So hopefully they can get a win. It's on the road, hostile environment, going to be ugly, ugly weather, likely. Maybe they can pull it off. It's going to be a fun one to watch because if it's going to be absolutely messy, rainy, uh, and windy on on Friday night, late night, it's going to be some great TV for us. Oh, yeah. This one is my UTEP Rice game because I am a Washington fan. I have been for a long time uh, for reasons that I have never been able to adequately explain. I think it's just that they wear purple. Yeah, I got that. Oh, but yeah, I have always liked them, but ranked Oregon State is kind of my rice, where it's just like, I'm not really a fan here, but like I also want to see you do well, because that's just so cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to struggle a little bit with this one, but it absolutely should be a fun game. <laughs> going to Friday, we're going to start out with some ACC slander early, because you at mean, 11.30. You mean Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. I don't know. Got a Saturday morning game, 11.30 Central on the ACC Regional Network. It's not Miami this time. Miami, congratulations. You're on Big Kid TV. We have number 24, Georgia Tech, and number 22, Virginia Tech. Those are sickos numbers, by the way. That's right. We're using our official rankings. Those ACC slander, the ACC slander will continue for this because these are two teams that probably should be buried on the ACC Regional Networks. Let's talk about what the ACC Network, our favorite time of the week. Let's talk about what the ACC Network is showing instead. At 6 a.m., we have We Are Number One, the story of the 1990 ACC football season. We have at 7 a.m., last year's Duke versus Boston College. And then at 11 a.m., we do have real football. It is North Carolina versus Virginia. Is that this year? It's, wait, yes, yes. This is this year, yes. Make it short. Okay. Good. Then at 2.30, we have Syracuse versus Pitt. And then at 7 p.m., Wake Forest versus North Carolina State. So a pretty good schedule this week for the ACC Network. And they have real football on as opposed to just nothing. So good for them. My only question for this game is, is this going to be the ACC game with eight turnovers this week? One team with eight turnovers because we've had it two in a row. Can we make it a third week in a row? that one ACC team turns the ball over eight times in one game. Nope. Because I know where that game's going to be. Hi, Katie. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I was about to say this one feels like the best opportunity for me, but Jordan has his game picked nope. out. So Miami, Gardens, this one. Miami Gardens, baby. Miami Gardens on big kid TV. I, again, I, that's, that's why it has to be that one. Because because that one's going to be in front of so many people. It's on real ABC. It's 630 in like the main spot. The Why is that? Get... 
big ABC game. The only thing against the only thing against it is Clemson Notre Dame on NBC. It's it's two names. It's the and helmet. So, it's helmet yeah. game. And so people are going to watch this, and they're going to watch one team give up eight turnovers. And I don't I don't think it's Miami's turn again. I don't know. It'd Katie's be crazy thing, if I hope that happened. So okay, that's the one that you predict. Florida State at number five. Sicko's number five. Miami. That is that. Let, let's just go there right now. Might as yeah. well skip around on that. Yeah. So Florida State at Sicko's number five. Miami. This is at six thirty p.m. Like I said, on Big ABC in Miami. It's gonna be bad. I'm gonna. My question is, how close are they gonna have to cut the crowd shots? Oh no, they'll have a good crowd for that. Or they, six, uh, and, and and I guess I guess Florida State travels, so yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll have okay. a good crowd. It's a rivalry game. They'll have a good crowd for that one for sure. This um, is the this is the war canoe. What so. is the trophy? Is it the is it the canoe? So Florida Miami is the war canoe. Florida Miami is the war canoe. I did okay. So that feels uh, weird, but sure that they play for the Seminole War Canoe and it's not Florida State. Yeah, no, that feels very weird. No, that, that feels appropriate for Florida and uh, Miami. Like they they involve Florida State in, in their rivalry somehow. Oh, that is true. <laughs> I, if if all three of these rivalry trophies were something donated by the school that was not playing in them, it would be incredible. If the, the, you know Florida so, so Flor- State gave Flor- the trophy for the Florida Miami game and Miami gave the trophy for the Florida Florida State game. <laughs> So the Florida, Florida state game trophy is just like a brick of cocaine. (laughs) It is. It is. Yeah, it is. It it is. It is. It is the golden highlight pelota. Seems about right. They do highlight Miami. No, highlight is like a Tampa thing, right? Oh, no, highlight. There's a lot in Miami outside of Miami. There's there's. That's big highlight there. Highlight is a game where I look at it and I'm just like, like, this is. I would die if like four seconds with those fucking hard rubber ball against the side of my head. I also do don't do handball or racquetball for that very same reason. Gotta have some good hand eye coordination, which I like. I've I've put one of those things on my my hand, like, like the, scooper things. Yeah, yeah, and I've I've slung a ball against the wall, but I mean I didn't make it. I mean they they throw it at like 150 miles an hour. Yeah, no shit, crazy. Yeah. No shit, it's scary. Yeah, it's fun to watch, but like, there's no like when I when I went when I was much younger, there was like no net for the crowd, which is very <laughs> terrifying. It's very terrifying. You're like three or four rows back, and like you're pretty close to the action. You're like, if they throw it wrong, they're coming to the crowd with that giant rubber ball. It's I'm going to I'm going to say something about this Florida State Miami game. I'm going to make a bet right here. I'm going to say it out loud. So the largest victory in this series has been 47 to zero, and it's happened twice. Miami's won the game 47 to 0 once and Florida State has won the game 47 to 0 once. I think Florida State breaks that number. I think they win by more than 47. With eight I think, my, I think Miami's that. Uh, see that that's hurt my other one. Okay. Actually, I think I think I think this predictions. I think this that is I think this that is more realistic. This is this okay. is hedging. This is hedging both sides of it. Okay. I think I I think that they actually beat Miami by more than 47. Really? I do. Okay. I, I got Miami win in this one, but you know that's the home. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't know why. I do. I just do. I don't know why. I just do. Is this gonna, is this your weird feeling of the week? Are we gonna throw this on your weird feeling pile? Yeah, throw it on the weird feeling pile. I think the Canes win by by a field goal, and I, I say maybe like twenty, twenty seven, twenty four. What's the actual spread? 
Uh, Florida State's favored by seven and a half. So less than 47 is what you're saying. So I'm yes. a little, so I'm, you're saying I'm a little above the spread. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know why. I just have some feeling that, that Miami will be up for this game. Um, I think Van Dyke will be back. I don't know. That will, I, that will be a, that will be a big thing of it. Like that's, yeah, that's if he's, if he's ready to go, I, I think Miami's got it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why, like, I can't explain it, but it's a rivalry game where these two teams just, oh, it's always, it's normally it's close as dramatic, but I mean, you, you have like Florida state winning like 49, nothing or something. Oh yeah, I do. It's crazy. Okay. That's your weird premonition. There we go. Uh, I I think I've got a lot of friends from friends that went to Miami too. So I'll take them in this one. Sorry, Katie. (laughs) Uh, We have a game on here that the only thing on the show notes is just yikes. South Florida is going to temple. It is no, 1 no. p.m. No, I, I'm looking. I'm looking at the is that Temple. Yes, yeah, I thought it was in Tampa. Oh, no, it's South in Florida. Philly. South Florida at. Temple. Oh my God! Yeah, it is. In the Big in week the for rim- Philly sports in the lake. <laughs> there. By the way, guys, wait, is is Philly winning right now? Is Philly mm-hmm. up? Uh, top of the ninth. Astros up five nothing right now. God damn! Because there was there was a chance that on Thursday night the Phillies win the World Series. While the Eagles are playing a home game in Philly, like there was a chance that that was all going to happen. And Philly might have actually burned itself down on Thursday. And I'm not sure where Temple would have played this game. It actually might have been in Tampa at that point. <laughs> this is at 1 p.m. Drive down to Baltimore or something. Yeah. This is, this is an American game that is on ESPN Plus only. Okay. That doesn't happen very often to the American. Somebody's going to get their first conference win. They're both 0-4 in conference. You're so. sounding so positive. Thank you. Like, thank you for throwing I'm, in something that's positive about this. <laughs> yeah, this I'm one. I'm trying to find something here. <laughs> so, like, uh, Kurt Warner's son, you know, the quarterback for Temple, he's a Detmer yep. darling. Uh, is it A.J. Warner, right? Yeah. Is his name? Okay. I think so. So, he's a Detmer darling. I don't know what to expect out of South Florida. They were 1-7. Their coach is still their coach. I don't. I mean, like, there's a lot of South Florida fans that that thought they should have been in the top 25 in the rankings, which I guess they didn't get enough attention for that. Um, in, that's in the, the worst. I think that's the worst part is like they're not bad enough to. Yeah. Like, yeah, like they're they not. They came in at 40. Funny they, they got a lot of they got a lot of votes, but uh, you know, 40th is not nothing. But it's definitely um, yeah. That's going to be a game that that probably nobody's going to be paying attention to. Which I mean, that's that's where we come in. We're we're definitely exactly going to be right. watching that one. So I, I know I've just put in the show notes, just yikes. But like, oh, I, I don't I don't know what's going to happen here, and I, I got to see. It's it's one of those like you you see an auto accident on the other side of the road, and all traffic slowing down, and you're like, come on, just go, get out of the way, let's go, mm-hmm. let's get traffic moving. But when it's your turn to see the accident, of course you got to slow down and look at it, and that's what I feel like this game is. Also. On, on Saturday, we have the jilted AD Bowl on ESPN2. Auburn at Mississippi State. Number six sickos Auburn at Mississippi State. Mississippi AD just left. And guess what? He's going back to Starkville. <laughs> like, he just <laughs> left. Like, I mean, this is, like, the timing of this is ridiculous. So, like, the timing of the AD, the former Mississippi State AD, I think it's Jeff Cohen. He's moving to... Uh, Auburn and the the news breaks in the middle of the Auburn game last week, which is you know again don't look at us playing football. We, we got <laughs> yep. a new AD, but that's the news. It wasn't official until Monday. Harson gets let go. 
But then Auburn's first game is now back at Starkville where he just left. Like, like he just left on Monday and then Sunday he's going right back as the AD. Like there, like, I mean, what kind of reception is he going to get? Uh, which is, it's just, I know it's not necessarily the teams here, but like that situation. And then Auburn fired their coach. Uh, this one is, is kind of up there on the sickos rankings for us personally, because like, this is just some weird, messy some SEC drama here. It's a bizarre scenario. Yeah. Uh, shout out, by the way, to Cadillac Williams, who's uh, Auburn's interim coach, and that's awesome. I'm glad they gave him a chance. Yeah, let's see what they can do. Do they get the interim coach bump of 2022 that almost I, every team – I think they do. You think like, so? I, really, I think so. I think, I, think they beat Missis- I, I think they beat Mississippi State in Starkville. I think so. Wow. Should be a good one. I have no feelings, strong feelings, one way or another. So I am, I am neutral on this game. I just want to watch. If you like your football Big Ten, I got another one for you. Sicko's number one, Iowa at Purdue, 11 a.m. on Fox Sports 1. This is going to be a weird game. I couldn't tell you what's going to happen. I feel like Purdue wins this, but that means Purdue loses. So I don't know. I honestly don't. Um, I don't have any idea what to expect in this game. I don't. I don't know. Purdue seems to have like a quick strike capability offense wise. Purdue basically ruined the Iowa season last year. Like mm-hmm. Iowa was number two, undefeated, six and zero, oh, and they went to Iowa City and like just basically just just beat them up. Like their wide receiver was just just all over him. I think it was David Bell was the wide receiver, I believe. And and then now they have a wide receiver that left Iowa to go to Purdue. I think it's Charlie Jones. Um, I believe that's his name. So he left that offense to go to the Purdue offense. So there, there may be some, there's a little spiciness to this one. It's a little weirdness. And then it's big 10 West. You can't really predict anything. You kind of think you can, but I, I just feel like it's West Lafayette. Uh, it's in the middle of the day. Iowa's got a great defense. They great special teams. Purdue has a good offense. I mean, you know, relatively weak secondary wise. Yeah. Like they give up big plays, but like Iowa doesn't really take shots down the field. So then we have a Sunbelt game that we're actually very excited about because this starts ULM's March to Bowl eligibility, maybe kind of. So ULM's two and six. Uh, if they're to make it to six and six, they need to win their next four. So this one, it's Texas State uh, at ULM. So they're in Malone Stadium uh, in, in Monroe, baby. But they need to win this one. And they've been close in a couple, and they've lost by like a touchdown. The Army game, they just got ran over. They had a bye to, to get healthy, hopefully heal up. Um, this is a coin flip game. You can put the sound in if you want. It's like I will. 50 50 there the voters love the sound the voters love the sound and made it on the poll so definitely put it there um ulm needs to win this game to get the three and six they have three more after that if they can get this one and and you know long shot for bowl eligibility uh technically still mathematically alive to win the sunbelt west somehow and make a bowl i think as i think that's what kevin has stated uh, Texas State ULM, they play very close games. They are both the bottom dwellers, the cellar dwellers of the Sunbelt West. 
in, in this case, the only there's only one team lower than them this year, which is Arkansas State, which is very strange. Which uh, ULM still can't shake that off their they backs. They cannot. They cannot. Yeah, be, Arkansas State if, has one conference win, and, and uh, it was against ULM, of course. How uh, like thirteen years it, again? If Butch Jones probably lost that to ULM, they probably would have fired him. Honestly, yeah, for I, sure. I yeah. really think, yeah, that, oh, that's yeah. the Arkansas State like harbinger. Like you lost to ULM, you're fired. So I got a bet for you on this one. Okay. Okay, I got a bet for you. Okay. If ULM wins next season, Schlitterbahn's open. We go down there, and you go on the biggest, tallest slide they have. All right. If they Deal? win this one. They win sure. this one? Deal. Yeah. There which which <laughs> the one in, in New Braunfels? Yeah, the one in New Braunfels. Because that's that's, okay. San, that's San Marcos, basically. That's okay, in my mind. It's like that's San Marcos, basically. It's close enough. It's basically they're right next to each other, really, yeah. honestly. So, so we'll, okay. we'll we'll head down to Schlitterbahn and we'll put you on one of those big big drop slides. Okay. I'll I'll hopefully survive that. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've done those before. So hopefully the bathing suit survives. I'll just say that. That's and that's and I'll and I'll have I'll have a camera that's at the bottom. If it, does, no, if it no, doesn't, no, no, I got no, the camera no, at the no. bottom. And if it doesn't, you know what? <laughs> now that Elon's adding uh, adding no. money for videos, okay. pay an extra five bucks and you get to see Kamish. Yeah, <laughs> pay ten bucks and I won't let you see Kamish. There we go. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. No problem. So I'm here to help. Then we have Syracuse at Pitt. This is two thirty on the ACC network. This is a game that. I'm actually probably more excited about than a lot of people are because this is a very set of contrast in styles. Let's put it that way. Syracuse offense is high flying. Lots of fun. Pit offense is a brick against your head. (laughs) And I'm not sure who wins this. I think Syracuse does. I think Syracuse has proven to be the better team. It's at Pitt. I mean, really, they, they don't seem to play each other much. I think they're in different, like, Divisions in the ACC, I believe. And oh, I said this last time. Don't ask me about ACC divisions. Yeah, I, I, I got sure. <laughs> I'm glad they're no, going no. away. I've never kept them straight. I know Pitt's in the ACC Coastal, so I, I just know that. And I believe Syracuse is in the Atlantic, just off the top of my head. Um, checking the standings. and I, Yes, and I am they're correct. second in the Atlantic. Currently. I am correct. Yes, you're correct. Right. I am correct, yes. So I, I feel like the, I remember that there was this one game between these two. It was like 76 to 61. It was at Pitt. Oh, I do remember like Pitt, that. That game yeah. ruled. <laughs> so that game was fantastic. I don't think that's going to happen, but if it does, um, can Syracuse stop Izzy? I've been a Wanakanda, I believe I said that wrong again. I think you got that right. Okay, maybe I got it right. Who knows? Pitt fans will let me know otherwise in the mentions. Blue, Blue will let you know. This is going to be fun. Um, and then I have to ask the question, will this be the ACC game with eight turnovers this week? I know you said Florida State. <sighs> I, I don't yeah, see I don't, it. You know? I don't see it in this one. <laughs> okay. By by the way, Pitt and Syracuse have played every year since 1955. Okay, so they play every year. It's like the yeah. cross. Well, they're I, not I, too far I, away yeah. from each other. No, they 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 played they played every year since 1955. Most of that was Big East, but since they joined the ACC, yeah, they played every year too. So Pitt over the last 20 years of this rivalry has won 17 of those times. So it has not been good for Syracuse. Last Syracuse's last win was 2017. If Pitt scores over 60 points, Pat Narduzzi is just going to have a stroke. Yeah. (laughs) Either that or they scored 60 points because he had a stroke at halftime and they scored 40 (laughs) in the second half because someone who's willing to play offense or call offense came into the game. Speaking of having absolutely no offense, 2.30 on the Pac-12 network, Washington State goes to the farm, Stanford. 
The tree is suspended. Hashtag free the tree. Hashtag free the tree. Hashtag free the fucking tree. God. That's that is that I I read an article on that and and that gets kind of like really in depth with the administration and the issues with the band and the in the mascot. And there's I thought it was just oh man. That's that's something that's a little bit way over our heads, so I don't want to get too far into it. I thought it was you know, when you scratch the surface of like Stanford hates fun sign. Right. Um, you know, you, you seem like it's harmless, but oh God. Yeah. You read that article. It's just a little bit more intense um, that that's going on, which doesn't seem to be a great situation. So hopefully that, that works out. This one Wazoo is, Wazoo is fun. Wazoo's got a good defense. They have a fun quarterback. I mean, Cam Ward uh, from Incarnate Word last year, um, you know, just basically he, he will throw from weird arm angles. He'll run all over the place. Uh, it, they they almost pulled off a win against Utah last week, which I think they they I'm not gonna say they should have won, but they had chances to win it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say that they they kept it close. They um you know made me stay up later than I wanted to, but I appreciate that. It, it was worth it. It was a great game. Stanford. Um, again, so do you know off- who? Do you know who's not? Do you know who's not fun? <laughs> I mean, their fucking, field goal kicker fuck, is good. Fucking Stanford's not fun because Stanford. Well, I mean, they hate fun. A little. So you know. God, they limp along. I'm going to, I'm going to guess 13 point, 12 points, four field goals. So that that's what I had in the notes. I was like over under how many Stanford field goals are made in this game. Uh, so you say four. So I, I said, I'll set, I'll set the over under at three and a half. Okay. So you go with four. I'll go over. Yeah. Okay. That's a good over under there. I, I like yeah, that one. I'm good. At, I'm good at that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go three. I, I think okay. they get. I think they get a touchdown and three field goals, and it's 16 points. That's where they land. Three is speaking to me, too, so I'll take that. There you go. Okay. That's a good bet. I'm glad it's on the Pac-12 network. I will figure out what country I'm going to be from this time, <laughs> what micronation. Get a little you, more creative you're like, this time. You're just like Eastern Bloc countries, right? Let me tell you. I, I'm what I'm Anywhere doing, in the Balkans. <laughs> Amish, what I'm doing is I'm getting you prepped for Eurovision. So when okay. we get there, you know that those where those countries are, and you're familiar with it because every time I post one, we also get 40 people responding to us being like, "Here are my favorite songs." Yeah, I still don't know what this is, so it's I'm, great. I'm, I'm excited for commissions. Your okay, I have, yeah. <laughs> okay, we do, do we're, we're going through my my can't wait to go through my favorite my top five Moldovan bands of all time. Yeah, West Virginia at number 15, Sicko's Iowa State. Hi. <laughs> This is, oh God, this is on ESPN Plus only. This is the pivotal game in our bowl eligible Big 12 scenario. It can go go either way, but the loser of this game is going to need two big upsets of the current top three in that conference to make a bowl. And the loser will only need one of those games. But uh, yeah, that, that scenario is getting difficult, but. It's still alive, and this game is pretty vital to that one. Iowa State is favored by seven. Hold on a second; that feels wrong. Well, well they're both three and five, so I mean, is it, is it in Morgantown? It's in Ames. Oh, then that's okay. That's that something. Yeah, yeah. More, more Iowa, West Virginia. Eventually, I'll, I'll I'll run the numbers on this. I feel like West Virginia is one of those teams that just is worth way more points at home. They, they yeah, home. they play much better at home. They they play much better in the in the country roads. I feel like the quarterback for 
Iowa State. Hunter Deckers, he's got to be on the Detmer list. I don't, I don't know if he's cracked the top fifteen, but I mean, he has like almost twenty two hundred yards passing, fourteen touchdowns, and ten interceptions. So he may be close. I don't know if he's in the top fifteen, but uh, he's the the heir to Brock Purdy's throne essentially, and he's he's kind of living up to it turnover wise. So um, he's very very. I'm not going to say careless with the ball, but he, he just likes to throw it and uh, adventurous. It's very adventurous. I would say he, he's kind of gunslinger esque, so to speak. That's, that's a good way to describe that. Wake Forest at North Carolina State. Now, if you wanted to tell me there were going to be eight turnovers in this game, I might actually believe you. Wake, is, Wake was cursed last week. This may be the werewolf thing where they bite North Carolina State and all of a sudden they can't hold on to the ball. Could be. It's at NC State. It's one of those, like, I mean, they're not that far away from each other in ACC rivalry games. I mean, like, what? They're very close proximity to each other. And, I mean, does Wake bounce back? Uh, does NC State stick with their third-string quarterback in this they situation? That, that he played, them back? He played you know, a lot I better. Mean, they should. I, I feel that they should. This will be interesting. It's going to be one of those weird ACC matchups where you don't know what's going to happen because it's the ACC. Anyone have any strong opinions on Kentucky at Missouri? <laughs> <laughs> I, the fucking faces I just saw. Like, no, dude, there was one thing that I think Eli Drinkwitz said something on Twitter today. He says he was talking about the 11 a.m. Central Time kickoff. He's like, well, I know our fans don't like waking up at, and cracking their first beer at 10 a.m., 10.30 a.m. I'm like, dude, like, do you not know your fans? Seriously, they're, they're, they're out there at like 6 a.m. probably drinking. Also, I mean, are your fans not tailgating? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, it's the, it, I feel like I'm going to chalk that up to like a coach not knowing the tailgating experience in the SEC. I'll say that. But like he was at App State before this. Yeah, he's, he's been there a long time too. I know. Like you have to know that your, your your Mizzou fans are out there tailgating. Seriously, they're out there when it's dark, setting up to the, the tailgate for sure. My my thoughts on this game are that I'm just kind of sad about Kentucky. I thought they were going to be more fun this year than they have been, and they're also not ranked. So Missouri's not going to play well because Missouri is scary against ranked teams this year they're they're this year's kind of purdue that doesn't get over the hump like purdue is always scary again you know last year they beat two number twos right and like i feel like missouri is like 85 percent of that we'll see i I mean they're 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 that weird crab in the bucket game that like that's what mizzou they they just they just keep clawing at you clawing at you it's a weird it's probably going to be a weird one possession game and I don't know. Well, the Somebody line on this game is Kentucky by one. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> Vegas, Vegas, is just... Vegas had our same thought process. That full body cringe that you just had, Jordan, is how I feel looking at this. I'm just like, what do I just no, Absolutely <laughs> what to, not. What do I do with this exactly? <laughs> yeah, I, I have nothing, no predictions for this. Uh, I think it'll be fun. Um, it'll be weird. But speaking I, of, I don't of want to touch in, the winner. Speaking of crabs in a bucket, Maryland at Wisconsin. This game is happening. <laughs> I appreciate the show notes. <laughs> just saying yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, God. Like, I, I just, I, 
I put this in the show notes and I was like, yes. Like, <laughs> this <laughs> game's mark. happening, sure. Like, this game is happening. Let's I go. Love time- I love this time of year because of games like this. Because, you know, this week, what are we thinking about? We're thinking about, you know, what's the lamestream media covering? The lamestream media is covering Tennessee, Georgia, LSU, Alabama. What are they going to forget? Maryland, Wisconsin. That's where we come in. That's where we're coming in. <laughs> and our response is, Ugh. it's on um, Big Ten Network. I fully <laughs> did not realize that Maryland was six and two. Like yeah. they're, they're like yeah. very, the very quietly having a good season. They didn't September Maryland this thing. No. Um, they lost a close one to Purdue and lost to Michigan by a touchdown. Like okay, and they're, they're going to drop at least three in November. Mark my words. They're yeah, receiving so- AP bolt poll votes right now like significant <laughs> ap poll votes they're third and others receiving votes at the moment which the fuck yeah no i just crater because people are looking at them now no, they, i, I want them anybody... to do well like i think that would i think you know like ranked maryland in november would be spectacular for us in particular um <laughs> i want this to happen i Oh, the back end of that schedule is gross. That's why I said they're going to drop. They're going to drop three in November. Watch it. If they can win this one, they'll get the seven to two. Are are they losing this one or Rutgers, uh, Jordan? (laughs) Because the two in between, I'll give you. They're they're losing this one. They'll probably beat Rutgers. I appreciate that Maryland Rutgers the last week of the season, because for whatever reason, that ended up being a rival week. Rivalry Rivalry week. week. Yeah. Is not going to be a bowl eligibility bowl for like the oh, that's yeah, always that's right. like yeah. five and six, five and six coming into it, and somebody's playing to get bowl eligible. And Maryland's already there, and Rutgers is four and four, so they might be both bowl eligible going into that game. And I uh, really don't know what to think about that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Rutgers will be. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I just pulled up the rest yeah, of Rutgers. They're going to need that game. They're going to need that game. So, so Michigan they is playing the one to get there because they'll beat Michigan State. <laughs> they they should. It's on the road at Michigan State, so who knows? That's um, true. Yeah, so, yeah, Rutgers is welcoming Michigan to Piscataway this week. So uh, they may be on the watch list just because the margin of victory, I think. <laughs> Or just like just watching like how bad it gets, or if Rutgers can keep it close for longer than we expect. So, um, oh, there's going to be so much anxiety in the internet if that game is close in the fourth yes. quarter. Great. <laughs> can I interest anyone? North Carolina at number thirteen, Sickos, Virginia. I think this is one where North Carolina. The, the interesting number will be how much can North Carolina score, and can they stop Virginia from scoring immediately afterwards very quickly? So if they can disrupt the back and forth, North Carolina will win fine. But if this turns into a foot race, it will be more yeah. difficult. Virginia coming off a game where they scored 12, they lost 14-12. Yeah. North Carolina is favored by seven and a half in this game. So <laughs> Vegas, like, also, Vegas also does not know what to do with this. There, Yeah, the, the numbers here just don't make sense to me. North Carolina has been that team all season that like your offense can figure some things out against, and uh, maybe that works for Virginia too. This is I'd like this to is see my it, game. But... This is my game that has eight turnovers. This, this is yours. Is yours? This is the one. Okay, yeah. I, I, the one. I I I can see that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I don't know if it's North Carolina turning the ball over, 
that many times, which I could see, or Virginia I... turning the ball over that many times, which I could definitely see. Uh, so this is this oh, is the yeah, one that feels bad. <laughs> this is the uh, this is definitely the one. It's the sleepy 11 a.m. game, which Virginia just played. Oh no, those stupid <laughs> ACC 11 a.m. games. God damn it. <laughs> They're always so stupid. <laughs> so this is this is my this is my one where the eight turnover this week game. <laughs> it may not happen, but that's what I'm. That's my feeling here. I don't blame you. I just Another... want this game to turn into something approaching that game that UNC played against App State in week two like yeah like a foot like if a this game if if you know late in this time slot this thing is close and like I mean I'm not expecting 40 points in the fourth quarter or whatever it was again but um if this game's close at the end and like we're just running up and down the field that's all I can ask for in this one a real good game in the Sun Belt Marshall at ODU two teams that have been having well ODU having a good season Marshall having a very confusing season <laughs> this should be this should just be a really fun game. I'm looking forward to this. It's 1 p.m. on ESPN Plus. It shouldn't be on ESPN Plus, but whatever. It's a lot of fun. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, both of these teams need this for bowl eligibility, so it's a it's a big one for both. Yeah. How about Air Force at Army, but not at either of their stadiums? So this is the game that kicks off like while game day is still going. Yeah, I believe it kicks off at like 10:30 a.m. Central. So like it's like you haven't even got to like the the crazy game day unanimous picks and this nope. game is going to start on CBS baby. Uh, so, so yeah, this is going to be fun. Last year in the stadium, this game was wild. I think to went to like triple OT, I believe, or quadruple I, OT. I don't think this was the same stadium in the is in the this, grill I, baseball. Stadium? Oh, it, was I it in the was? grill last time? I thought yeah, it was. It was I, th- I thought it was. I thought it was in the old Rangers Stadium, Choctaw Stadium, now called last year. This year it's in the I, grill. I know that. I thought it was in the grill. Uh, actually, it's honestly. it's listed as Choctaw Stadium on uh, or last ESPN year or this year moment. For last no, year I, ESPN year. for this game has it listed as Choctaw Stadium. Ooh, because okay. that's if it's Choctaw, then that's the that's the football that's the old baseball stadium that's now a football stadium. Me, yeah, that's me, where me. it's listed as. Anyways, it's in Arlington, but not the one in DC. It is Arlington, Texas. Yeah. No, it is, it is Choctaw Stadium. So they are playing it, not at the grill, but they are playing it at the the nice ballpark that is now a XFL stadium and also the home field for SC Dallas's uh, second team. Go Troops. We, then we have Minnesota at Nebraska. Oh, God. Again. <laughs> 11 a.m. ESPN2. Have some starch. Minnesota seems to play better at home. I'll say that. Uh, when they go on the road, they're not the same team. Um, now, Nebraska, their quarterback, Casey Thompson, is banged up. I don't know, but Nebraska, if there's any dream of bowl eligibility left, they need this one. Tulane at Tulsa. Tulsa and Tulane have a weird history. So, Tulsa and Tulane, they always play crazy, dramatic games. Always. Like, no matter where it is. The last two times that uh, the quarterback for Tulane, Michael Pratt, was there, like he's thrown like almost backbreaking pick sixes and like OT. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a house of horrors for the green wave. I, I just hope that they can exercise the demon. So I know they're not going to take this game lightly. Um, they're getting a lot of press. Like Willie Fritz is, is being interviewed on like CBS, ESPN. 
um, getting a lot of buzz. They're, they're ranked in the playoffs. They're also, it's funny, they're ranked in the college football playoff rankings at 19. And the Sickles ranking, they're ranked at 19 also, which yeah. is fantastic. So <laughs> the rare overlap, the rare overlap here. So, you know, hopefully the wave can keep it rolling here. And I mean, they have the track, but this is like the weird Tulane fan in me, like just very panicked um, in the back of my mind, like hoping the, the green wave can pull it out. We'll go to the American UCF at Memphis, two teams that sort of have to get past this for, I mean, Memphis needs this for bowl eligibility for sure. Memphis is four and four. UCF is, is kind of like that second place team in the American. And yeah. so they need that to, to keep putting pressure on Tulane. These two playing each other, they're just wild. They're, they're nuts. It's in the Liberty Bowl. You know, the aura of the Bass Pro Shop Pyramid should be in the area. It should be a, a wild one because, I mean, it's, it's American football. Who knows what's going to go on there? I don't know why Louisville is hosting James Madison. So in 2018, this game was scheduled. This was scheduled uh, in 2018 when James Madison was an FCS school. And before they'd announced they were moving up. Before they announced that they were moving up. So basically they moved up last year. They announced that they're moving up. So basically uh, Louisville is hosting feisty Sunbelt team, James Madison, that just moved up to FBS. This, this, I am very, this is like so intriguing. I don't know. It's uh, like Satterfield just on the into it, Scott. No, just let it go, Scott. Like just fall into the light. Just head hey. towards the light, Scott. It's I fine. was making the argument done. like two weeks ago that Satterfield had given up on his job, you know, based on something that was said on here about yep. Brian Harson. And I was like, no, Satterfield is, you know, the coach that is trying to lose his job. Like, obviously, Harson kind of knew that it was gone, but I felt like he was still trying. And I did not feel that way about Satterfield. And then he just keeps winning. <laughs> so there was there was the thing like it, it, they said that if Louisville lost to Virginia, they were going to fire the the Louisville coach Satterfield, and he's won three in a row since that, mm-hmm. including over a top ten team. <laughs> yes, yes. James Madison is having a very very good year. Uh, I think this game. I, I'm very interested in this. I have no idea what's going to happen here. Are that, we getting? I think that's, that's the fun part of like I like I. I just don't know. Yeah, will we get the Louisville that you know had eight takeaways against Wake Forest, or the one that scored seven points against Syracuse? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> or the one that lost to Boston College? Which which Louisville are we getting? <laughs> oh man, I, I completely overlooked that one. Yeah, that, you forgot that one, didn't you? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> South uh, Carolina at Vanderbilt? Question mark. I I think Vanderbilt wins this. Hmm. It's at home for Vandy. Vandy Ooh. has a massive home advantage in Nashville. We all know this. Oh, yeah. I mean, just like all the bachelorette parties go yeah. to Vandy football because it's so cheap. And, you know, I mean, it you get in for like a dollar. You know, it's yeah. great. Okay. Like, okay, let's be real honest here. They're not checking tickets. We all know this. <laughs> I don't know. Vandy seems like they're very sticklers. Like, they, they'll they'll... Like there's nobody at the game, but like they'll they'll make sure that you're in your assigned seat. I think oh, Vandy if you try like to sneak that. down to the lower bowl, <laughs> yeah. don't you dare! No, you paid for the upper deck. Don't you dare try to get to the lower bowl. I feel like Vandy's that. Okay, like, no, the I'm security I got, there. I, I feel I like your, they're I like that. Got that vibe there. 
I, I don't know. I think I think Vandy wins this. I think South Carolina really? had the weird win, and they just continue a slide. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, this is 25 straight SEC losses for Vandy. They have not won was... an SEC game since 2019. Who was that? Who did they beat? M- Mizzou. Okay. So, uh, that was my guess. Yeah. Okay. Well. So, I don't know. Oh, man. I think South Carolina bounces back after losing to Mizzou. Just see Vandy win this. I don't think it's happening. I, I don't see cowards. this one. You absolute cowards. So, going from the SEC to, I don't know, real football. Yeah. FIU at North Texas. FIU up against old man Austin Aune. Aune? Aune? Do we ever pronounce it? Just call that? him Scott Bakula from, you know, Scott Bakula from Necessary Roughness. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's who he is. North Texas is having a good year. They're going to thump FIU, even though FIU is on a good on a good streak. I think that the next game is more interesting. I think Western Kentucky at Charlotte is more interesting because Charlotte's coming off a week where they absolutely murdered Rice. And I do want to the- shout out one thing about the North Texas game oh, first. FIU is 2-0 and in overtime this season. So if they can just get there. Just get to overtime. They got a shot. <laughs> I mean, they beat two amazing schools in overtime. And FCS Bryant <laughs> from Rhode Island. Uh, and then they beat La Tech last week. So, yeah. Um, also, <laughs> if they go to overtime, old man Austin is going to be really tired. Uh, and maybe, yeah. just wrap this thing up may not have the energy you know i'm not guys we're not doing four fucking overtimes no i'm just I'm not doing <laughs> this no, i'm not doing this western kentucky Charlotte, like i said western kentucky coming off of a a loss to who was it it was a weird loss western kentucky had a weird loss to north texas last week that's right they lost 40 to 13 at home and then charlotte absolutely beat the crap out of rice so this is going to be a weird one. I think Charlotte reversed the mean. Other games going on out in the Mountain West. Number 23, Sicko's Colorado State, San Jose State. San Jose State needs this one to stay ahead if, in the Mountain West. Yeah, if they got a shot to, to get to the Mountain West title game, San Jose State needs this one. I know they're, they're playing with heavy hearts due to you know the loss of their teammate. They were able to come back and beat Nevada last week. They, they pulled off a great comeback win there. So hopefully, you know, they can dedicate the season to their, their uh, fallen teammate and, you know, get through this game against Colorado State, which, I mean, I feel like San Jose State's the better team, too. Uh, but I, I hope that emotionally that they're there to play through this one. Yeah, I, I think they'll get this one, but they, they definitely should, and I certainly hope that they do. Next up is Hawaii at Fresno State. It's one of our nightcaps. Our nightcaps are at 930 this week. We're, we're on an early schedule this week, folks. Hooray! Hooray. No Hawaii test. No, no Hawaii, Hawaii test. test. But but Hawaii is playing late. At they're, they're playing in the last game, but they're not kicking it at midnight your time. <laughs> that, that's great because, you know, we do also get the fall back. So we, oh, we definitely get that fall God back this damn weekend. damn it, it's that weekend. <laughs> God damn it. And we also have... I just ruined Jordan's evening. All God, right, you just... You. Oh, my God. <laughs> we also have BYU at Boise State. This is a weird rivalry. This feels like, so Boise had the UTEP game, which was sort of an inflection point for them. And since then, they've won. They've looked like a better team. So maybe this is a continuation of that. And BYU has looked like a garbage pile for quite a while at this point. I don't know. Like BYU is weird this year. I don't, I don't, I mean, I feel like they kind of, I honestly don't know what happened with the team. Like they lost a lot of their offense last year. 
uh, that went to the pros. Uh, Their big bruising running back. I think he's with the Falcons now, I believe. I don't know. Uh, like the Atlanta Falcons, not not any other Falcon. Uh, but not the you know, Bowling Green Falcons. Screech! Not the Bowling Green. Insert sound yeah. here. Insert sound here. Yeah, but yeah, the UTEP loss. After they lost to UTEP, they fell to two and two. They've won four in a row. They fired their offensive coordinator and the starting quarterback, uh, Hank Bachmeyer, at the time of that loss, went to the transfer portal. So they have a new yeah. quarterback, a new offensive coordinator, and they've they've put up just. I mean, a lot of points, and they they seem to be back to like I guess Boise standards. Yeah, and and I mean they're undefeated. Uh, not, they're five and not, zero. Not not Boise standards. They are back oh, well, to being a pretty good Mountain West team. They're five and zero in the Mountain West. That's not Boise standard. BYU is on the complete opposite trajectory. They've lost four straight. Oh yeah, uh, no, starting. they are they are they are they are. with the last time I was on here, we previewed the uh, weirdest location for a Notre Dame game. Oh. Oh, that's right. Yes, that was the <laughs> that was the Sin City special. Yes. Yeah, and then Arkansas, Liberty, and ECU, which isn't exactly you know a lineup. So what of happened? World what happened? Like, so BYU went to Vegas and they've lost four straight. Houston at SMU is only interesting because it's on the NFL Network, which means we're going to see Jags highlights at the half. That's right. Give me some NFL drama at halftime of Houston and SMU. I just hope this game is a points fest. Like it that's should all I be, right? See. It should be. It, it should be it like should 100 be. points. I just want just just give me like a crazy like 56, 49 game. I, I don't. Or a shooting just, horse. Or a shooting horse. I don't care. I mean, it's at it's at SMU. Let's. That's why. That's why. Yeah. The Poopy Express makes a Poopy return. Express. Uh huh. Southern Alabama at Georgia Southern. South Alabama at Georgia Southern. Sorry, should be an absolute sunbelt banger. A lot of fun. Oh that's, man, that's gonna be yeah. Two great I'm, teams. That's probably like the headline game besides Appen App Coastal. But like Georgia Southern, South Owl, it's gonna be great. It's in Statesboro. Um, Our boy Kyle Van Trees just opening it up. Van Trees just, God, I mean, he's so much fun this year. He's, he's so much, so fun, much fun. I think he's like the fifth leading passer in the nation. Like, oh yeah, yard. yeah, oh yeah. So he's and then he's thrown like so many touchdowns. Yep. So doesn't he's, give he's a fun fuck. Watch. Doesn't does fun not give a fuck. Great. And, and and he probably doesn't know who his coach is because if Clay Helton came up to him, he'd be like, "Who are you? I don't know who you are." No idea. No, no. Clay's 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 found his place in Statesboro, and I I love I love the fact that like he seems to have like like sell like eat, pray, loved his way through the as, through the Sun Belt, and I love this. I stumbled into a Georgia Southern like fundraising event mm-hmm. uh, down here in Jacksonville, maybe three or four years ago. And I would love to do that again and, you know, actually find out what Clay Helton looks like in person. You know, there you go. That's the whole running joke. But the uh, previous head coach was there at that time, and I had no idea who he was. But I just happened to be in this brewery at the same time that they had half the space rented out. Um, uh, this game, uh, the outcome of this game, Kamish, does not affect the scenario in the Sun Belt that I sent you earlier. So, uh there you go. I have no rooting interest, and I just really hope it'll be a fun one. <laughs> I refuse to talk about Texas at Kansas State. <laughs> I, I refuse to talk about this game. We're not going to preview it. We're not going to talk about it. We're going to pretend like it doesn't fucking exist. Because one, Texas in purple teams never goes well. And two, Texas going to Manhattan never goes well. 
So we're just not going to say a fucking thing. Yeah, Ema. <laughs> He's got a Kansas State shirt on right now, too. Uh, Kevin's got the Ema shirt. Yep. No, uh, fuck it. Not talking about this. So number 21, <laughs> it goes Oklahoma State. Number 12, it goes Kansas. Huh. Let's talk about this one instead. <laughs> Oklahoma State coming off a 48-point loss to some other team in purple who I don't know about. <laughs> and the Kansas Jayhawks on a bit of a slide. Excited to see how this goes in Lawrence. Should be a great game. Looking forward to this one. Good Big 12 action. Everyone should be watching this game. Not the other one. In fact, let me make, let me tell you what things you can watch instead of the Texas game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just going to say this, though, but, like, the, the Texas, like, colors w- uh, with the purple, mm. it, it's a great color matchup. I'll just say that. I, I know you may not like it, like, do the football on the field, but it, it's very pleasing to the eye. At the same time, you could be watching at 6 p.m., Instead of watching Texas at Kansas State on Fox Sports 1, whatever that is, you probably don't get it. You should be watching <laughs> SMU on the NFL Network, BYU at Boise. No, that's Alabama at LSU. Okay, you got to watch the big SEC games, guys. Those are the ones that matter. It's going to matter for the playoffs, which we all really care about. So watch that. Those are the big games. I bet, you know, you don't even get Fox Sports. No one gets Fox Sports 1. That's one of those obscure channels. You have to fire up your VPN for that probably. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't know what that game is anyways Te- never heard of texas don't know who who this new phone don't know who you, texas who this new phone don't know you texas lawrence is gonna be lawrence will be a lot more fun kansas state oh sorry oklahoma state and kansas lots of fun there don't even need to worry about other games perfect wyoming is bowl eligible that's great I'm just gonna put my foot down and drive through this bit right here. <laughs> Fucking drive through this bit right here. I mean, hey, yeah, I mean, no, I, there was a there was a poll voter that turned me onto that that you know just had an entry in there for bowl eligible Wyoming, and I was like, oh, okay, like thinking it was a Yukon scenario or something where they were close mm-hmm. and you know had a viable path, and I looked it up, and no, they're already there. Some FCS bangers this week. In the big sky, undefeated Sacramento State at Weber State. Weber only has the one loss in that weird, weird, weird game with the yips. Big sky is the thing to watch. The cooler thing in the big sky, even though Eastern Washington's not having a great year, they are traveling to Idaho. And more importantly, Idaho coach Jason Eck found a trophy that was only for three games back in the 80s. They found it somewhere in Idaho. And bless Coach Eck, he weighed it for us. That's right. 15.4 oh, yes. pounds. 15.4 pounds. He sent a video to the account and like put it on the scale and showed us Hell how much it weighed. Yeah. Fantastic, Coach Eck. We appreciate that a ton. We we gotta make it up there to to the Kibby Dome in Idaho the one day. Dome. So I want to tell you guys about this next game. In the NEC, since we are now an NEC sports podcast, Northeast I'm, Conference, Strong East Conference, baby. That's right. I am an NEC honk here, Mm -hmm. so we can say that. Wagner is going to Stonehill. So we're going to learn about Stonehill tonight, guys. All right. Okay, where is Stonehill College or University? All right, I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going to look it up. up. Yeah, same. So it's the NEC. So where is Stonehill College? Yeah. NEC. All right. So that's the Northeastern My initial gut reaction was Pennsylvania, but I think I'm just being biased by Slippery Rock and... Stony Brook and all the other stones that I know yeah, yeah, that are yeah. in that area. Um, I'm going to go farther up. I'll put it in New Hampshire. Okay. All right. Mish. I'm going to say Stonehill is in upstate New York. 
Massachusetts. Okay. It's right. it's in the greater Boston area. It's pretty. It's oh. not quite in Boston, but it's 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 a ways out. Uh, but it's still right. the Boston area. Okay. We're both. What wrong. is their what is their mascot? <laughs> Stonehill, Greater Boston. Um, I think Boston. Yeah. I just want to say Minutemen, but I no. Well, that's, that's, that's UMass. Um, yeah, no. I'm just thinking. It, they're the they're the Eagles. Okay. Terriers. They are the Stonehill Skyhawks. The Skyhawks okay. versus the Seahawks. So, so originally, <laughs> originally they had a mascot that needed to be changed due to insensitivity, oh, and so okay. they had to change this back in two thousand two. Okay. And they went through a bunch of choices. Some popular ones were Summit, Skyhawks, Saints, Wolfpack, Crusaders, the Shovelmakers, and the Blizzard. Shovelmakers would have been awesome. That'd have been great. I I would have been fine with that i think summit would have been fun too just because i love the non-plural mascot i do too um, yeah yeah you don't get many of those rarities but yeah oh hey i didn't realize there's another skyhawks in fcs who are the other skyhawks in fcs tennessee martin yes i did not know that uh, i knew that one because we watched that game the first uh oh that's tennessee right martin. that was that was like that was one of those weird the like a shout out thirst- shout out dresser win quarterback for tennessee martin the skyhawks Damn, you remember that? I don't know uh, why I do. I just their coach that. is Eli Gardner. Okay, he's thirty six years old, born in eighty six. He played linebacker for Western New England University. Uh, those are the Golden Bears in Springfield, Massachusetts. I was he has say, spent that's his entire Massachusetts. Yeah, he has spent his entire career at Stonehill. Basically, he moved okay. up from uh, linebackers coach to DC to assistant head coach to head coach. And this is their first year in FCS, so they are not eligible for the playoffs. Ah. They've been uh, they've been playing football since '88 okay. in D three, then D two, then D then D one FCS. So, congrats, Stonehill Skyhawks! Welcome. I mean, you've already been here for half a season, but whatever. And yeah, that's where Wagner's going this week. I looked at I looked cool. at the 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 score app to see what the logo looks like for Stonehill. It's nothing. It's just a football. It's just like, <laughs> like just just. They're still working on it. They're still working on it. It's cool. It's like, a, here, it's like a flying S. Here, I'm going to drop. I'll drop it. Into, oh, it's yeah. Got be, oh, it's got bevels like and it. gradients. Not, nice. not quite gradients. It's got some bevels and some embosses. Nice. Uh, also in NEC action, since that's what we talk about now in this podcast, we have LIU and Central Connecticut. Whoever wins this is going to have a two-game winning streak in the NEC. By the way, in case you guys were ever wondering like what the top of the NEC looks like, Merrimack's basically running away with it this season. Although they are tied five and zero with St. Francis, but Merrimack is the better team, like statistically. In case you were yeah. wondering about who's going to get that coveted NEC FCS playoff uh, spot, you better better give that to Merrimack. We I watched Merrimack against Harvard. They should have beat Harvard. It so, should be Harvard. I remember that game. Yeah, so that that should be good. Um, I mean, they no, they play Merrimack and uh, St. Francis play at the end of the year. 19th. Yeah, I know it's 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 gonna be a really big that that should be a really big game. Big NEC game. Yes. And then we have some Big South FCS uh, thing we want to bring to. And that's because someone at Charleston Southern reached out to us and said, hey, you guys need to look at this game. They they sent an email and they 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 said, hey, you need to you need to like publicize this one. I I know you guys don't rank FCS games. You need to do something special here. Uh, Robert Morris is 0 and 8 and they're playing 1 and 7. Charleston Southern at Charleston Southern. 
Bob Morris, we'll just abbreviate Robert Morris there. Bob Morris, the worst offense in FCS. They are 123rd out of 123rd in FCS, I believe. So they are the worst offense. Um, it's, it's basically their last shot to get a win this year. I, I believe some of uh, our folks that are in the uh, the committee chat, too, they were talking about. Yeah, someone else I actually think, shouted it out and was like, hey. Hey, if you're recording right now, Big South Sickos Watch. And it's the, I think it's like a, almost a pirate battle. It's the Colonials versus the Buccaneers. There we so go. It's a, it, you know, there's swords involved with the mascots. So that should be fun. Robert Morris does end the season with Bryant, who is uh, not great either. Yeah, they're Charleston Southern's only win and, you know, have been friendly <laughs> to a few other teams that really needed a win. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. Robert Morris, if they lose this game, they play one and eight Murray State after this. So what is the what does the Big South look like right now? Hold <laughs> on. So Murray State's in the uh, Ohio Valley Conference, which is weird. Okay, it's okay, an out-of-conference okay. game. So they have they have three shots, okay, to get a win. So three legit shots. They got Charleston Southern this week. So Charleston Southern's one and seven. And then the next week they got Murray State, which they are they have a they have a bye, and then they play uh they host Robert Morris. And then Robert Morris is at home against currently right now two and six Bryant. Two and six Bryant, uh, who took FIU to overtime in the first week of the year which is see how it's all coming together which is is, it's kind of crazy we have covered literally every corner of football i think guys commish you have anything else you want to say no i want to appreciate everybody uh, taking the time to vote in the poll i i want to shout out you know kevin for doing that uh the spreadsheeting too which is yeah thank you so much man uh it's i mean again we had uh, a little bit more voters um so we appreciate you taking the time i know it's not too much effort on your part but we we appreciate the participation here it gives us something to talk about and we're just glad that you appreciate the polling and and what we do here at the committee so so thank you so much kevin anything for you (laughs) always yeah uh thanks to both of you for having me again this is always fun Uh, i want to shout out uh one more voter who had a ballot that was close to my heart here they voted for uh, their ballot was Southern Miss, eight different regional Mississippi community colleges, and then Auburn. And uh, I grew up <laughs> in Mississippi, so I knew all the places they were talking about. And uh, yeah, shout out to that particular voter. That's awesome. Well, guys, I hope everyone has a great week 10, and we will see you on the other side.